The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 193rd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack, and I will be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. Right now, I'm trying to cure myself of the migraine I had all day. I've, I've tried all the GRG uh, secrets. First, I tried some Drano. Uh, then I got some ice picks stuck at my temples until my legs stopped twitching, and, and nothing's still working. It's still, it's still here. So right now I'm self-medicating myself with beer, and contrary to what GRG is hoping for, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. You guys let me play with toys. I have toys. Soundboard. <laughs> All right. For tonight's podcast, we will be discussing the following Destiny 2's Lightfall campaign review by a non-fanboy. Valiant Victory is not here to save it. Diablo 4 Beta Reminder, Call of Duty News, Fortnite Chapter 4 Season 2 Leaks, Halo Infinite News, and what TV shows and movies we are watching. And with that, let's just jump right into things. Introducing our first guest, Grex, how you doing? How was the, uh, the vacation, the uh, margaritas, and most importantly, the mamacitas on the beach? <laughs> vacation was, uh, was awesome. Uh, getting down there sucked, getting back sucked, but the vacation itself was good. The drinks on the beach were great. All good there. Just fuck Delta and their shitty scheduling. I am drinking a Kalamazoo Stout. That's uh, not bad. It's okay. Out of uh, Comstock, Michigan. And what are you playing? I am playing Black Desert Online. Been just grinding away in that. Occasionally, you see me in Call of Duty when I want to, you know, basically poke myself in the eye with, with a needle or something like that. You know, torture myself, feel the pain. But uh, other than that, yeah, just just uh, waiting for something else to come along to uh, pull me away from Black Desert. All right, let me introduce our next guest. We have uh, joining us again is Selden Double O Seven. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, I am doing wonderful. Right now I'm drinking a Saranac uh, 4059 Porter. So just try, still trying to get through some of my winter beers before spring and summer get here. Uh, I don't think I'm going to kill all my darks, but it's going to... I'm going to give it a good try. Uh, <laughs> the games I've been playing uh, recently, uh, I've been playing uh, Call of Duty DMZ a lot. And I uh, picked up uh, Atomic Heart off of... Uh, Game Pass, I've been playing through that. Uh, so, you know, shifting a little bit here and there between those two games. Uh, other than that, the only other game I've really been playing is uh, on my phone. I've been trying to play the NBA uh, All-World game, which is uh, Niantic, the people from originally Pokemon Go. Um, they put out an NBA version of the game. It's kind of interesting. It's got, like, you know, it's a lot of mini basketball games and stuff like that um, that you play um, against characters and stuff like that that you come across on the, you know, the... AR, the ARG life on your map, on your phone. So, But I think I might be the only person out there playing it because I don't see anybody else on the gyms or anything like that. So, 
So it's a, it's a geolocation game, like Pokemon yeah, Go? Yeah, like Pokemon Go and Ingress and, uh, you know, all those type of games that are out there that uh, Niantic puts out. So, yeah, you have to actually travel to different locations to, you know, to pick up water bottles for energy or pick up shoes or shirts or glasses or, you know, and, you know, the, there's stats and stuff like that that, you, have, you know, you can increase the stats of the shoes and stuff like that as you play through. You can pick up better players that are on your team and stuff like that. So I'm sure like the top are like, you know, your, your LeBron James is probably one that you can pick up later on in the game. So just working it up, picking up some of the guys and not really trying too hard. It's just when I'm out, I'll throw it on the phone real quick and play a game. So that's funny. Like that's the only thing I don't have on my phone is any games. I I don't do mobile gaming at all. It's weird. I don't know. Well, I'm weird, but <laughs> I guess with the um, Verizon plan that I got right now, they have uh, the uh, play store game pass included in the phone family bundle I got. So, okay. I've been just, downloading random crap trying it out whatever nothing really crazy just yet but most of them are still like typical mobile games where you gotta pay crazy amounts of money so it's i don't understand the point of a game pass on play store but (laughs) to each their own for the one mobile game which i'll never play but i heard really good things about uh the call of duty Warzone on mobile apparently like it's back on verdansk the weapon skins and all that look amazing. It's people are loving it. There are streamers talking about setting up an iPad and streaming from that just to play, you know, the old Verdance Warzone One. But even like the weapon skins, they showed some of these guns, and they truly look amazing versus the shit we get <laughs> actually in game for the full PC. Game. I mean, the you know Xbox game. It's terrible, but I know they're working on Warzone Two for the mobile. It, you know, I'm signed up for the pre, you know, the pre-release of it if it ever comes out. I got a Pixel 6a or 6 Pro, and uh, I just don't know if it's going to look good on that. Uh, you're a rookie. I got the Pixel 7 Pro, so suck it, noob. <laughs> I just bought that for my wife yesterday, as a matter of fact. <laughs> it's a nice phone. I love yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, my name is Jack Lala Calamari from Green Reaper Gamers. I am drinking a, what is this stuff? A Kona Brewing Company Big Wave Golden Ale, and it just, it's, you're running the mill beer. It's it tastes like beer. I don't nothing too special about it. I, I don't know why I have it in my fridge, but I do. So I figured I might as well just finish them out. And I am playing, unfortunately, Call of Duty Warzone, uh, some Halo here and there, and I picked up Destiny 2 Lightfall. So I've been playing that. And with that, we just might as well get right into the rant. Which <laughs> my rant's in two parts. The first part's Destiny Lightfall's campaign, and then we'll get into the later one, which is Stupid People and Gambit. So anyway, uh, I just want to touch base on the campaign. It mostly takes place on the city in Neomuna. It's some hidden city on Neptune no one knew about for some unknown reason, and it has some special power there that apparently everybody now needs. I don't know, nor care. It's just this stupid Destiny magical MacGuffin bullshit. So we have to go to this new plant, this new area, this new location. And Neomuna is kind of weird because all its people are basically in the Matrix now. So you just see holograms or like little ghost shells of people throughout the city, but there's no actual people there. 
The only people you come across are these cloud striders, which are two modified humans. I don't even know if they're humans because they're like nine feet tall, but they're modified with mechanical parts and all this stuff. The most annoying people you've ever met in your life. Uh, the, the one is basically reminds me of the turtle from Finding Nemo, the stoner surfer turtle. And it's super annoying, especially since... His city and his homeworld is under massive invasion by the Vex, by the Cabal, by the Witness, by everybody's bombing this place up. And he's like, yo, bro, it's okay. Chill out. Whatever. But what got me was I bought this campaign thinking we're going to like advance the Destiny story along and it was going to take a dark turn. Uh, the, the, the name of it's Lightfall, so I was figuring... We're going to lose our powers or something was going to happen. And the majority of this expansion, you spend the time learning this new subclass called Strand. And it's just basically the karate kid version of a campaign. Like you wax on, wax on. So we go out there, we practice our, our Strand moves and that's it. Oh, go out there and practice your and, and And then your guy gets too tired. He can't continue. He hasn't mastered it yet. So you go back and you you talk to the one guy and then like, well, go try this. And you go out there and you try it again. And it's about four or five levels of just playing around, learning how to use strand. And it was, unfortunately, that it took up the majority of the campaign time. When we finally get to move to the story, it's at the very end. You beat the last baddie and then the story progresses. So <laughs> and at least you're like a big what the fuck moment. And I'm assuming with their what they do now is they just move this story along throughout the entire season. Uh, but unfortunately the actual campaign they included, which is about like eight missions long. It didn't take me, it took me two nights to beat. It didn't really advance the actual destiny storyline at all. It was just, it was very frustrating, but yeah. So as far as like the campaign, it was just, it was, I did not enjoy it. It was bad, whatever. Uh, but moving along into the new destiny Lightfall. Expansion, they have a new mod system. I do not understand this. This is uh, probably for the, the, the sweaty tryhards. They're still like min-max and everything. I haven't got a grasp of this. I'm still gearing up my guy, so I, I haven't really looked at it too much. As I'm gearing up my guy, I'm starting to do the different events. One of them is Gambit, and this is my second part of the rant. My second bitch was, you know, Gambit's Gambit. It's You, you go and you kill these enemies. They drop motes of light, and you go deposit them. Once you get 100 you have to kill the big baddie before the other opposing team does, right? So we've all played Gambit, whatever. I'm playing the other night, and we have enough to cash in for the, you know, to, to score, and we need about, like, eight more moats to finish to get to 100. My teammates aren't putting their stuff in. I see one guy with eight. I see another guy with nine. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's so bad. For some reason, Gambit gets me hyper-competitive, and I'm screaming my lungs out. Well, my son, my oldest son's home this weekend. He was came home to his laundry. He yells down at me. He's like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> he's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I, I get so hyper competitive. I just can't contain myself. So what is wrong with these idiots? You have eight moats. You need to deposit eight to, to, to move to the next section. What the fuck are you doing? Deposit the fucking moats. Idiots. Idiots. Probably a GRG member. <laughs> That are the sweathearts. They don't want to actually play the game for the mission it's supposed to be. They just want to be out there killing people and yeah, ass hat. Well, it's it's funny. I like I love it. I do like Gambit, but man, I get worked up. I 
I don't know why. Why that game mode does it to me. It's weird. It's been a hot minute since I played Destiny 2 Gambit. Um, but that's the one you could go into the shadow and go into the other side and kill them or something like that, right? Exactly, yes. Okay. And if you kill them, you can steal their moats. Or if they have the big baddie up, if you kill them, it restores the big baddie's health. Right. Okay. Yeah, I like that game type. That was definitely a fun one to play. But I can see how that can be a pain in the ass if your teammates aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Well, it's stressful if they're not playing the objective. And then you're just yeah. like, why am I playing this? Yep. Yeah, I mean, there were 17 moats between these two guys. And, and we needed eight to complete it. And I'm just... I. I thought they were going to come back and deposit. So I didn't bother collecting it anymore. And I go back, I'm waiting at the bank. I'm waiting at the bank. And <laughs> Anyway, I mean, you know, people are stupid when they play games. So I play a lot with GRG, so I'm kind of used to it. So I played uh, some Crucible too. So I want to touch base on Crucible since I haven't played this in a hot minute. And they must have did something recently with Crucible and, and Destiny, but they I think they turned skill-based matchmaking back on. The last time I played Destiny was probably the last expansion. I played it for a little while. And I got my ass beat so bad. Like, it was just brutal. I was just getting thumped game after game after game. I was like, oh, my God, I can't be this bad. When Destiny first came out, Destiny 1, I, th- I was pretty solid at PvP, at Crucible. Whenever this expansion I wasn't, I, I don't think they had skill-based matchmaking on. You're playing against PC players and people that min-max their gear. So I was just getting thumped. And I was so upset about it. I'm like, maybe I just suck at gaming. I'm like, which can't be because I am MLG. But <laughs> I, I fire up Halo Infinite and I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. I, I can kill people. I'm doing well. My, my KDR is pretty solid. And, you know, I'm not. It's definitely Destiny. <laughs> it's, anyway. Um, Moving the on. New version. Mm-hmm. Moving on. No, no. Just for like the, the new version for Crucible for now, um, it seems they have skill-based matchmaking on. So I've played uh, the last two days, finishing up my weekly bounties, and uh, things were a lot smoother. Like, I, I felt like I can hold my own. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't you know, a complete ass-whooping. So that was nice. Um, I played the new Strike, which is their dungeon called Hypernet Current. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was a decent Strike. It was a decent dungeon. The, the last boss kind of introduces like a raid mechanic to beat them. You have to do a couple of things to, to beat them. It's real basic stuff, but it's nice to see because I always thought it was odd to go from Destiny playing from Strike or Nightfall and then jumping into a raid. It was completely two different levels of content. At you know The Strikes and the Nightfalls were pretty mindless, and you go into the raid, and it's all about coordination and teamwork. So I thought that you needed to bridge that gap a little bit better. Anyway... Here's how I rate the expansion. Story, 2 out of 10. It was terrible. New subclass, the Strand subclass, a lot of fun to play, 9 out of 10. I think they would do a really good job with creating subclasses, and this one's fun. Uh, overall gameplay, once you, you take in all the effects of like gearing up your guy and all the different events you can do, 7 out of 10. So that's what I say. Nice. That's probably better than what the internet's giving right now, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the story is what's murdering them. The campaign is just so bad. You wait all this time for them to come out with expansions. It takes forever, and you expect them to tell the story, and they just can't. It doesn't seem like it's much different than any other expansion they've done, right? They just they don't have much in the way of story going. 
Yeah, the Witch Queen was pretty decent, but yeah, like it's they they compare it to Destiny One's level of storytelling, which didn't really tell any story at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, so that's that. I was upset about the campaign, and I'm upset about the, the teammates I play with in Gambit. I should probably group up a GRG. That's my <laughs> lesson. Right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Enough about that. Valiant will be so mad at me, but oh well. Real quick, uh, Diablo 4 beta reminder, and just wanted to remind everyone, the early access begins the 17th through 19th, and that's if you pre-ordered Diablo 4. And the open beta is March 24th through the 26th. So if you haven't ordered it and you just want to give it a try, there you go. Are you guys going to check out the beta? Uh, probably. I, had, I do have it pre-ordered, so I will definitely be in there. I just hate short betas because, you know, my weekends are usually packed with me not being in the house. <laughs> so I usually miss those weekend betas. Yeah. Well, usually, like, with betas, I I only play for I don't know, an hour or two because i mean that's what i consider a beta it's just to try it out you know meanwhile there's people there where they'll freaking grind it out the entire freaking it the time it's open and i don't i don't get that i mean you're, you're supposed to be just sampling it why are you putting so much effort into this I'm going to have to disagree with you. I kind of look at it the other way. I'm like, you're doing them a favor by beta testing. You're, you're trying to find the bugs. You're trying to break. You're trying to give them the data that they need. So I, I, I actually try to play it to the point where it's, you know, as much as I can when I have the opportunity to. Now, if you're going to expect me to give you feedback, then you got to pay me. <laughs> That's probably true. I'm not doing that shit for free. If you're going to release it to the mass public, that shit better be working. <laughs> and it won't you know it won't Did you hear <laughs> that halo no. no more no Grex what systems you buy it for PC well okay because this is cross play cross progression yeah everything. it's supposed to be everything yeah, yeah. Yep. Selden is this a title that interests you yeah I'm a big fan of the Diablo series um I've been you know I've been playing Diablo since god the first one way back in when that first one came out like late 90s early 2000s doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah, I'm, yeah, this is definitely something I'm going to be picking up and playing. What system are you planning on getting it on? I'll probably just get it on the Xbox since that's my couch playing ability. Sure. That's so. what I'm getting it on too, the Xbox. I'm looking forward to this one as well. I'm going to play it on my phone. <laughs> You're going to stream it? For, you know, uh, what's it? The, uh... <laughs> uh... This will be fun because I, I really think that this might be a good uh, way to get everybody playing on, on, on in GRG. Because we got some PC gamers, Xbox gamers, PlayStation gamers, and we can just meet up on Discord and get some parties going. So I'm kind of excited yeah. for this one. And Diablo is kind of pretty laid back. It's nothing too crazy you have to get super serious about or anything like that. Dungeon crawler, loot grab. Yep. Sounds fun to me. All right, moving along, we have Call of Duty news, and I don't fucking care about Call of Duty, so I have no news. <laughs> Grex, do you have any updates for Call of Duty? Come on. Still broken. <laughs> Time to kill still sucks. You know, I, I love DMZ. That's all I've been playing on Call of Duty. There's still shit that's broken in that game. I'm like, 
Like, if your insured weapon, which you, you take an insured weapon in, if you lose it and you die and you don't extract with it, you lose that weapon for an hour or whatever it is. But there's, uh, there's a, a bug with it that if you just equip that to your secondary slot and leave your primary slot empty, if you lose it, you don't actually lose it in your insured weapon slot. So oh, get out of I'm here. I'm like, this totally defeats the purpose. Well, these guys are going in with like, you know, their, their snipers all rigged out and they don't give a shit if they lose or not anymore because they'll just go back in with the same sniper the next round. So there's no wow. consequences to losing it at this point, which is, which is the key to the DMZ thing is that you have that fear of losing all the shit you have. So <laughs> Nope. Triple A title. <laughs> I only play uh, Warzone. I've stopped playing multiplayer once I've maxed out like the guns. I, I gave up on multiplayer. If I want to play a multiplayer game, I go play Halo. So I play Warzone. I do like the uh, the new island, the Shiki Island. We played a few rounds of that. I prefer that because Warzone. The smaller three, island. That's the smaller island, right? Yeah, smaller, it's a small yeah. island. The resurgence. So you can come yeah. back in. I find with Warzone, like on on. Uh, uh, the bigger map, it's so dead. It's so quiet. You'll you'll run in through stuff. You'll go like twenty minutes without seeing anybody. It's it's ridiculous. And they still haven't fixed the sound or the servers. Or the servers. <laughs> we get in there like the laggy ass servers, and you guys are skitting all over the place, and you know teleporting. And we were on one. I was getting like nine hundred ninety nine ping. I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Should make for a great game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it was actually so a guy on the other side is actually drawing each frame by hand. <laughs> yeah, so AAA title. Anyway, who cares? We're moving on. Enough of Call of Duty. Halo Infinite is set for uh, some big stuff this week. I think we're coming out, was it? It's actually tomorrow on Tuesday, um, Tuesday the 7th. So by the time this podcast will be out, Season 3 will already be started, as well as the Mindfall event. And the Mindfall event will f- is a free 10-level battle pass that will run from the March 7th to the 21st. And it will focus on items for the Mirage 2C core or IIC core. I don't know, whatever, some Halo shit. And this will run alongside the regular Season 3 battle pass. Yeah, but, but they're issuing another core, which is where is this... I can put any piece of armor on any core that I want. It's never like, coming, Grex. Give it up. They, they promised that, go. like, I don't know how, how far along go. When Halo Infinite comes out of beta, I'm sure it'll be ready for you. <laughs> Halo 5 had that feature. <laughs> Where's assassinations? That's what I want. <laughs> now, Season 3 uh, will be dropping as well, and that will include three new maps. You'll have Two arena maps and one big team battle map. So that's nice. And they they really needed a big team battle map. They don't have enough, and they definitely have to add more to it. I do like the little events that they do, these little, like, 10-level events, because they're pretty easy to get through. Um, They're not too like that. The seasons, I think, the season passes are a little on on the slow and long side. But the little ten, the little these little events they do are, are, I don't mind doing those. I think they're fun. Well, there's two things with the season. So if you buy the season pass, that never expires. So while yeah, you always go back to it. That's the good thing. 
Um, and then now they've updated the challenges where they're like, they make sense where it's like, get five kills and you get XP, you get, you know, an assist, you get XP, not anything like before they had these ridiculous challenges that were just a nightmare to, to get done. Now it's pretty standard. It's just basically, if you play the game, you kind of accomplish the challenges by default <laughs> without even thinking about it. But are they still forcing you to play a specific game type? On a specific map? That'll be for the Mindfall event, most likely. Usually the events they, they do. Um, although I don't think the last one they, they had anything tied to it. I, I can't remember. Uh, it was the one before they had that special game mode. Yeah. Where, um, I forgot what it's called, but one t- it was it was basically one flag. One, one flag captured a flag. And uh, one team was always cloaked, and the other team had sonar buoys. Yeah, they dropped everywhere, and yeah, that was that was Lala's favorite. <laughs> oh my god, I never was so mad in my life. That one, I I, I literally hate that one. I don't like to play a game where I'm, I'm just mindlessly throwing my lives away at something. People did; they just sat there like playing defense. They had the sword, and they're popping the sonar things, and you couldn't get anywhere near it. It was just a just a pain in the ass. I did not like that game mode, uh, but I think the one after that. It was just standard stuff. Who knows? Hopefully they give you anything too crazy. Oh, you know what? It may be tied to a uh, a game mode because they, they have a new game mode coming out. And that is called Escalation Slayer. And this is essentially Halo's version of Gun Game from Call of Duty. But I believe it's a team-based version. And as you get kills, you upgrade your gear so you get a new gun. I guess you probably start out with a pistol and work your way up to probably a rocket launcher and then end up on a sword, most likely, like Call of Duty does. So that's coming. I think that's team-based. And there will be uh, some new gear. You'll get the Bandit Rifle, which is basically Halo 4's DMR. It's essentially the same thing. It's a single-shot rifle. A smoke grenade. And I thought a double-barrel shotgun was coming, but I didn't see anything. Like I was, I was looking at it today, and I, I don't know if that's confirmed for this season or not. I'll be playing some of this. I'll be I'll be definitely playing this. I'll get season three and I'll complete the mindful event. You guys playing any Halo? Yeah, I'll be getting season three. I'll most likely get it. And I'll go through the mindfall event. I'm I was trying to progress through finish off season two, but I'm only like halfway through it. Yeah, I'm probably skipping it. I mean I'm still I'm partially way through season one, partially way through season two, and I just if I was to have a bitch of the week, it's like I have too many season passes currently that I'm not finishing. <laughs> Between Fortnite and Call of Duty and Halo and all these other games that you know, Apex, <laughs> I probably have one active somewhere. I know I can't focus on one game for that long to finish a battle pass or something like that, and it's just pissing me off that I keep buying these stupid things. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I bought the uh, Call of Duty battle pass because I had the Call of Duty points for it, but. I don't even know why I bought it, because I absolutely don't like anything in the Battle Pass. <laughs> I don't like any of the skins, anything. There's nothing of any value to me in that Battle Pass, but I have it. I'm sure I'll get it done. Hemlock ISO was the only gun I really wanted out of the Battle Pass for DMZ, and I got it, so... You get that for free, though. Well, if I'm only playing DMZ, I had a, I had a rank up till I got it, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, well, you have to rank up to get it, but I think that's still free, though. Like, it's not part of the paid battle pass. Like, they have some free tiers in there. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Fortnite as well, and that's the other thing we have to touch base on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'll get the next Fortnite uh, pass. I got to see how it is, because this last season of Fortnite kind of killed me on the game with all the anime bullshit. Yeah, the whole um, the Goku and the Jesus beam and the slam and all that stuff. It's, the balloon hammer. <laughs> and the hammer and all yeah. this. Stick, it's got, it got too crazy. Got too crazy. I finished out that battle pass because uh, I wanted to get that night guy, and then I wanted the, the the glider where he takes the steps. The I thought that was pretty neat, but it was painful. Like the the last game I played, uh, I I got ten kills. I'm the final two. I basically know where this guy is. He's like in this little tiny little shack, and I'm like I'm gonna merc this guy. I can't wait till he pops out. He comes out, pops the that Jesus beam of death, and I was. Fully held health, I had full health and full armor, dead. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, I, I'm not going to play this until I get this shit out of the game. <laughs> but I think it's March 11th, the new season starts. Chapter 4, Season 2. Rumor has it that it'll be a, a crossover event with Attack on Titan, the anime, which I just got caught up to at the latest dubbed version. I think there's some new stuff out, but it's not dubbed yet, so I refuse to watch it. But the rumor is that it'll have the Aaron Yeager outfit, or I guess the skin or whatever. You'll have the emote, the uh, scout reg- regime salute, some various other things. Uh, let me see. Pickaxe, ice fist of a titan, animated emoji, angry Aaron, weapon wraps, five to six hidden page two items. That's That's all the stuff that's rumored. I, I just want a Captain Levi outfit from the show. He was a badass on the show. So I want <laughs> they put him in I'm buying Captain Levi because he was awesome on the show. Do you guys watch um No. No. No, that's it's on my radar. I'm still working my way through uh, SAO Sword Art Online or whatever that show is. Um, which is decent. But I, I know that this crossover is definitely gonna bring Fortnite a lot of money because there's there's a lot of huge fans out there that'll probably Jump it, buying all these skins on that game. It's actually not a bad uh, cartoon, anime, whatever. I rewatched the whole thing, so I rewatched all the season, all up to season four, and um, it's pretty decent. But I mean, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. I'll have to see what this season pass has has, and I'm not quite sure if I'll get it or not. Because like, sound like you said, I already have enough going on. Or I might come in and play a few games of Fortnite, but I don't know if I'm gonna dedicate all the effort to unlock a season pass. Yeah. I don't even know if I have enough coins to buy the next season pass from this current season pass. So it might be a pass anyway. So Grex doesn't cause he spends all his on dance moves. <laughs> Dude, what, is there anything else? Oh, no. <laughs> Grex has all the shit, but we should definitely get another, uh, Fortnite night together at some point if they ever move on past this anime stuff. Yeah, I think um, maybe after the uh, the new season drops, we'll have to definitely get a get another night going. To that get another like Halo maybe. Um, they had the community playlist going. That was pretty good in Halo. Oh yeah, that was those maps are really nice. Yeah, the Forge maps. They should definitely take advantage of that and just bring it all in. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, I think that's enough for the gaming news. We got uh, a couple of shows that are out. Uh, let's might as well go right into the first one, which is uh, Mandalorian 
Season three, episode one is out. Have you guys watched this? Yep. I have I watched it. Yep. What do you think? Too short. Uh, I wish the episodes were a bit longer. It's, it ends up being more like, uh, they're, they're trying to draw you in and I get it. And they threw a lot at you at the first episode, teased a lot of stuff. But yeah, these episodes, they're just, they're just short. And it's just like, ugh, you're killing me. I agree with you. They're too short, but I go against a lot of popular opinion. People are loving uh, the return of Mandalorian, but I'm just watching the show and I'm just like, man, I just, I, I don't know. There's something about the show that just is not catching on with me at this time. I don't know if it's because they're moving away from that Western style of storytelling that they had in the first couple seasons, but it just, it, so many things seemed really forced this first episode that I watched, uh, like baby Yoda, uh, Grogu. Like it's like he has no point in the story, but they still try to throw him into the story because that's a fan favorite thing. You know, I'm going to keep watching it. I like the Star Wars. I like, you know, I like the storyline of Mandalorian, but it's just there's something on it that's, you know, growing in the wrong direction towards me. So, well, first of all, you're not understanding the purpose of baby uh, Yoda, and that's to sell T-shirts and and plush dolls. And (laughs) that's it. That's the only purpose he has at this point. Yeah, I agree with you in that. Like, I thought his story was wrapped up when, when Luke came and Luke took him and, like, go on and be a Jedi, you know? like, And it wrapped up the Mandalorian story. He, that's was his first quest was, was to get him safe and, and whatever. And I'm still confused, because me and my son were talking about this, and we thought that he was breaking away from his Mandalorian clan. He took his helmet off. And he was breaking away, and he was going to be more of an individual. And now he wants to go back to be in, you go yeah. back to the Mandalorian ways. And I'm like, wait a second, that seems like it made a reversal <laughs> from what they were doing before. Yeah, you know, he's Amish. He had his, you know, his, uh, his venture out in the public. Now he, yeah, he was <laughs> Amish. Now he wants, to, now he wants to go back. <laughs> who was the guy we played with on Star Wars, Grex? Um, oh, I can't think of his name. But there's this one character, Rumspringer. That was isn't that what the, the Amish thing is? They go out and they party like animals. Yeah, yes. and then they come um, back to the way, and then they come back. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, when they when they turn sixteen, you know, they can go out and they can do their debauchery, and they come back, and it's okay. I'm not the biggest Mandalorian fan. Uh, it's okay. To me, it's the best of Star Wars on TV, but that's not a real high bar. And I think Star Wars being on TV kind of waters down the whole product in general. Like, we're getting saturated with Star Wars. Star Wars used to be a big magical thing, a special show, and now it's very mundane. It's just, I don't know, it's boring. It looks boring. It looks like a fan fiction, like somebody made for YouTube. Like, he's walking down the city with Apollo Creed, and... (laughs) It, it doesn't. It's not very interesting. It looks very cartoonish, or what? I don't know how to say it. Like it's just. It's got a. It's got a, a sense of overproduction in it. Instead of you know, like they spent all their money on the set pieces and everything like that. Instead of, and then they make a short episode. You know, and the best Star Wars on TV right now is probably Bad Batch. I think, over Mando. Yeah. This is what they should do with uh, Grogu. And I, I've told this to a couple of people and they all think I'm a fucking lunatic, but they should really, they should arc his story to the dark side. 
You know, he's he's had glimpses of darkness in him where he ate the the eggs of the last beans. <laughs> like he, you know, he's he's sl- he's choke slammed, uh, you know, people and stuff like that. They really should they should take him to a Sith Lord level and then bring him back. That might make it actually interesting. But he's too too young for that. Like he's just he's a little baby. But they they did a great point where they, they he left his training with Luke. I'm like they, yeah. they, they could step him off into the dark side right now, and get him turned. Hey, Lucas is a big failure. That is a Jedi teacher, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he can't he can't train Grogu. He can't train uh, Ben Solo. He's just a train wreck. <laughs> it's okay. This is okay. It's it's. I'll watch this while I'm doing work. It's kind of like background noise for me at this point. Yeah, they need to dump Baby Yoda for sure, 100%. And they need even a better ship than a reused ship from the, the prequels. Like, he's a bounty hunter. He's, and it's Star Wars. It's supposed to be unique spaceships. Give him a unique spaceship. It's whatever. Okay, <laughs> enough of that. I'm getting too critical. Nitpicky. What? You? No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the little things. I mean, it's whatever. I, I would I would be able to do this job so much better. Write a better. <laughs> All right, here's the real question. I asked this in chat. So Katie Sackoff as uh, what's her name? Boca Raton or whatever the fuck her name. Is. Yeah, Boca Raton or Boca Raton. Yeah, or or as Starbuck. Well, you also putting in about what fifteen years in between. Yeah, the but two? you know, you get experience. <laughs> uh, you know, she's still younger than I am. I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and as a bounty hunter, she's got that little, uh, you know, that grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> Whips and chains. Um, <laughs> hey. I like where this is going. Hold on a second. <laughs> she was better on uh, Battlestar. Battlestar Galactica was the greatest sci-fi show ever. <clears throat> Serenity. Oh, sorry. Excuse no. me. <laughs> Firefly. Firefly was great. I loved. Them. I was a big fan of Firefly. Um, the Expanse is another great sci-fi series that I really like. The Belter chick was my my babe. The one that was in charge at the end, whatever. I don't know her name, but the, with the black hair, Ooh, I liked her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving along, we had uh, the last show is uh, the Last of Us, the Who's zombie show. And no one's have watching you guys- that. No one's watching that. Have you guys no watched one, the latest no episode? Of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Pretty good episode last night. That was, that was pretty dark. <laughs> I watched it during my lunch break this morning, today. It's pretty dark, but they're falling into the whole every zombie trope that there is out there. They're, <laughs> they rehashed in that episode, it seemed. Are we gonna be doing spoilers, right? Spoiler yeah, warning? spoilers. Fuck everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you can't have a zombie without having a cannibalistic group. I mean, it's right. just not. I mean, it's got to be done. The The Walking Dead did it. I think did it a little bit better with the with the uh, the cannibals. Like, especially that scene when they were like they had him above the tub and they were just banging the guy in the back of the head, and then the other person cut the throat. It's like, damn, that was cold. But this one, yeah, then they had the crazy preacher guy that was going to save his flock, and then I guess he was a pedo at the same time, and it was, uh <laughs> rough. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm, in, I'm enjoying the movie, you know, the, the show. 
And, you know, I played the original game as well, so I know where it's going, the, the storyline and everything that's following. I just, I, I hate when they, they rely on the crutches of the genre sometimes too much. From what I understand is it's following the game quite, quite closely. Yeah, very, very, very closely. Which is good, because, I mean, Sony, that's Sony's big thing, is that their, their story narrative-driven games like uh, Uncharted, Your Last of Us, those games, they have an excellent staff of writers that are writing for these games. I mean, they are on-the-rail-type adventure games, in the most part, but they're they're interactive movies a lot of the time, and how these are drawn up or written and programmed. And, I mean, this just, you could take the script from The Last of Us video game and put it into a show, and they're showing that right now. Unlike yeah. unlike Halo, which, you know, God forbid, I'm like, that series, I'm like, I don't know anymore. Nah, if they yeah, can even well. pull a story out of a Halo game, you know? The only thing I liked through the Halo was that 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 animated series, which is basically just a bunch of shorts. I mean, the, those are pretty cool because they were just these little. They were like mission logs for like the the Spartan uh, uh, red team there or blue team, and uh, that's that's the only thing I had that I thought was that came good out of that. The rest of the stuff is just not. It's not good. Master Cheeks, you know. <laughs> that's what I- <laughs> Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, that was, I don't know what the hell they were doing with that show. And boy, they, they, they totally screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. The last of us, I think is kind of like a, it's very, very similar to the walking dead. And back when the walking dead was good and we're not seeing any zombies. Like there's just like, they, they started with the zombies and they get away from it. And then now it's now that the zombies are just a prop in the background. Well, this should be. This should be a problem. They shouldn't be the main. They can't. Zombies can't carry the story. Any other shows you guys watching? Yeah, well, Bad Batch, which is the other Star Wars anime, the better Star Wars anime, better Star Wars show on right now. That's pretty much it. Yeah, there's not much going on right now on TV. At least no, it's hurt. I, I've been watching uh, Mayor of Kingstown with uh, Jeremy Renner in it uh, back when he had two functional legs. <laughs> it's okay. It's like a prison drama show. Like he's like a intermediary between um, the police and and the convicts, and it's a little goofy. You know, it's funny. So one of the main bad guys that's like throughout the whole show is uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. And I've seen him in a couple other shows, but he always sounds and plays the same character. Like he was on uh, Peaky Blinders and he's on this show and he sounds almost the same. Like, I'm like, he just needs his little goatee. Like he has a little character. He sounds the same. He talks the same. He's conniving. And yeah, it's okay. If you're looking for a show to watch, like it's, it's not bad. The show I've been watching that I really enjoy is uh, Clarkson's Farm. Um, if you're familiar with, uh, Jeremy Clarkson from the, uh, Grand Tour sh- uh, shows on Amazon Prime or, um, Car and Driver, he was big in, uh, like where he drives all the, you know, the, the super Uber, um, sports cars and stuff like that. Um, he's got a spinoff series where he, had, this is, they're in their second season right now where him and his wife bought a farm in England. And there's just some level of humor to this guy that I just really enjoy. If you're looking at something for a little bit different than, uh, you know, our, our normal genre type of movies and shows, I'd recommend watching uh, Clarkson's Farms. 
He said, what shows was he on before? Uh, the Grand Tour. Um, it was um, him and a bunch of the guys from the, I think it was Car and Driver. They they would, uh, basically, they would get all these uh, supercars and they would drive throughout Europe and stuff like that and uh, do different things. And that's a great show also, the Grand Tour, if you haven't seen that. so Yeah, I wonder if he's, cause did, he, did he, was he with James May? Because I just saw yeah. a video on, okay. James May and Richard Hammond are the other two I never guys watched that are with him, so. Yeah, I've never watched those shows, but uh, I happened to catch James May uh, on YouTube where he got to fly with a U2 plane, like the U2 spy plane. Okay. And they took him up like 70,000 feet in the sky. <laughs> like, jeez. It was nutty. He's like wearing like an uh, astronaut suit because they, they're so high up. And I mean, right above him, it's all black because it's space, basically. I'm like, that. I think I'd be a little freaked out about that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd handle being that high. Like if you like cars or, you know, supercars and stuff like that at all. And, and their show is hilarious. You know, I find it, I mean, it's a lot of British level humor and stuff like that, but uh, you know, the grand tour is awesome. You know, as a, as a car uh, enthusiast and a humor guy, they work out really well together. All of them. So nice. Yeah. There's not, not much, yeah, not much else to watch. I did catch the, uh, a knock at the, cabin oh my god was it the the m night Shyamalan movie oh uh, yeah i saw that i haven't seen it yet i saw the uh, advert for it so yeah i did watch that and it was it was okay it was watchable it's <laughs> about it dave batiste is one big fucking dude that's all i gotta say <laughs> 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 all right you watch tulsa king no no nah, uh-uh. is that the one with sylvester Stallone? Yeah. How is it? I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I'm curious about it. But it's on Paramount Plus, so I is it, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus, so I haven't really, I don't have it, so it'd be a download. But I just haven't, you know, been interested enough to to do to go that way. What's well, bad? Because there's not many TV shows out now to watch, and you're just you're starving. <laughs> oh, and the new season of Yellow Jackets came out, but I have to, oh, did it? Yeah, I have to cue that up. I did not know it came out. Valiant recommended that to me and uh, on, on the podcast, I guess, a while ago. And I watched it. And I was very, very surprised at how good that was. The one girl from there, the, the, the main character, was on Last of Us as a baddie. That's another, that's another Paramount Plus show, right? That's Paramount Plus 2, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is streaming. I just had to spend money to get Apple Plus and MLS because... For some stupid reason, the uh, Major League Soccer decided to sign an exclusive deal with Apple, and you can't watch any soccer unless you have Apple Plus and an MLS package, season package, for a hundred dollars. I'm like, literally, the worst thing they could do for that sport is hide it behind a paywall that people aren't going to pay. But mm. so I'm I'm a little aggravated with streaming services. Well, talking about soccer and TV, Ted Lasso season three is coming out on the fifteenth, right? Well, I guess I can watch that now since I have Apple TV. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's why MLS signed with them. There's a soccer movement on. Yeah, and on Apple TV as well, uh, Severance, and that's my kids watching that now since we have Apple TV, and I told them like that's excellent show. Highly recommend. Oh, I'm sorry. Correction: Yellow Jackets comes out on the 26th. I thought it came out already. All right, you're 26th. fired. You're fired. <laughs> fired. Fired. Well, it gives me something to look forward to watching. There you go. 
All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I want to thank Zeldin and Grex for being on. Thank you, guys. You bet. You're welcome. Thanks, man. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at discourse.grimreapergamers.com. We used to ha- go to forums, but Grex broke the site. <laughs> uh, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Apparently, I didn't break it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just delete the whole thing.